Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. So there I was sitting down to watch a bit of sport. I was actually watching the 1960 Ireland final. I got a message from the legendary Larry O'Gorman. He says there's a great guy in town who I was speaking to the other night, and Jim McGee's, I think, and um, his name is Peter Kinch, and you just got to interview him. So when Larry O calls, I said to myself, "That's interesting." And Peter's in studio now with me. Good morning to Peter. Good morning. Great to be here. So tell me the, the background to the story. Then you had never seen a hurling match, and you're in Jim McGee's. That's where you're staying and you were here yeah. for a specific reason so you met Larry O so I'm just curious about this part of it uh, how I met Larry yeah how I oh met you know, it was it was a great story because uh, of course you know when you're booking online hotels.com and I've never been to Wexford so I see this Jim McGee's accommodation I was like well that's interesting I'm going to have a hotel room above a bar uh, or a pub so uh, I went down and uh, sat at the bar and I saw this hurling on TV mm-hmm. I'm from Canada we play hockey We uh, hockey's our sport I've never watched hurling, don't know anything about it, so I randomly sat beside two guys and just expressed some interest, and the guy beside me says, do you know who this gentleman is? Yeah. Points to Larry, and he says, this is Larry O'Gorman. And, uh, well, that was... The rest is history, as we say. The rest is history. And, uh, and, that, and we that's struck why, up a friendship. And that's why you're here with me today, because you have got a very specific reason for being in Ireland, and indeed in County Wexford. Absolutely. Now, it's going to lead to a fictional story, but uh, why is a Canadian from Vancouver interested mm-hmm. in Irish history as a matter of interest? Well, you know, that's a really good question. Uh, and I think it speaks to the, uh, the Irish uh, diaspora that is all around the world. I was reading some numbers, uh, Alan, and uh, in America alone, uh, upwards of 40 million Americans identify themselves as Irish heritage on their senses. Mm-hmm. The numbers are enormous. And I think there's a huge uh, growing interest in people like myself who are three or four generations removed uh, of uh, our ancestors left Ireland under mm-hmm. various circumstances. And uh, there's a, a keen interest in uh, getting back to your roots and understanding and learning about it. Uh, I had a very interesting experience nine years ago. This all started nine years ago. I, in an Irish pub in America, I ran into Derek Warfield. From the Wolf Tones. From the Wolf Tones. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. Originally from the Wolf Tones and longer with them. But anyway. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I picked up a CD that he had that night and it was uh, Bonnie Blue Flag. Mm-hmm. Now, as a Canadian in Vancouver, I'm like was well aware that America, sorry, the Irish, would have immigrated to New York and Boston. I was familiar with that. I'd watched the movie Gangs in New York, and I knew that they were conscripted into the Union Army. I had no clue that there was any Irish who fought for the Confederate side. Um, so this was, to me, it was just fascinating. Yeah. I was really amazed by this. So I asked him. You know, tell me more about this. One of the comments he made was, uh, you know, you could have uh, some people who could be from Wexford County, for example, mm. could know each other, be related. Some go north, some go south. And when the war broke out, they fought each other. Really? And yeah. that whetted your appetite. So you came over and you, you now have come up with an idea for a book. What's the background to the book? Well, it stemmed right from that night. Uh, I, I said, are you telling me that you could have two cousins, two brothers, two friends, both in the same town, and they would end up on either side of the Civil War in the United States and could actually be bayonet to bayonet facing each other? And he looked at me and he said, it happened all the time. Wow. And at that moment, uh, Alan, I just had a picture in my mind that this somebody's got to tell the story. This would make an, an amazing book. It would make an amazing story. It's Fictional, 
I'm going to start with two cousins leaving uh, Ross Common area during the Great Famine years, 1847. Make their way to Dublin. Uh, the you know the the family the cousins grow up in Dublin area, mm-hmm. and then at age 21 in 1857 they seek their fame and fortune leave New uh, Ross. Leave from New Ross. So have you been? You're, you're three months in Ireland. Have you been to New Ross? Have you been to Dunbrody yet? Yes. Yeah, and it, fascinating. I, the, the, the display was fantastic. Interestingly, interestingly enough, in my fictional story, I'm going to have one of the cousins stay in New York, the other one go down to Savannah, and then uh, they build their lives separately. And you mentioned Savannah. We now, as a county, have got huge links with Savannah at the moment. Yes, that actually um, amazed me on the uh, Dumbrody uh, exhibition. Uh, you actually get a ticket to Savannah, and when you come off the boat, there's a huge display from the city of Savannah. So so uh, I'm guessing there's some connection that uh, uh, New Ross and Savannah have connected. Yeah, we're harboring the, the... There's wonderful initiatives going on between Wexford and uh, Savannah and Georgia. So, mm-hmm. look, it's something that you, I think is going to strike a chord. How much of the book have you written so far, then? Uh, I've laid out virtually every chapter. I know exactly how every um, uh, chapter and sequence is going to work. Mm. Uh, the reason I'm in Ireland, I arrived just over a week ago. I'm here for three months, and it's purely research, Alan. I got to put meat on the bones, and I got to, you know, if you're going to do historical fiction, you have to have accuracy. Mm. Uh, what would these two cousins, uh, what would life in Dublin have been like for them? How would they have grown up? And by the way, again, yeah. The, the information I'm learning and, and yeah. the uh, lack of opportunity for Irish Catholics in 1847, it's uh, amazing me. I had no idea. You're also about. within a stone's throw of Wexford Library, which you're, you're going to find a wonderful archive there. Yeah. And where else do you plan to visit in County Wexford then? And, uh, and if there's people tuned in to you who'd like to help you, um, is that. it okay to pass them on your email address if they contact us? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't reason. like giving out phone numbers, but we, <laughs> we look, if people, uh, and there are wonderful historians in this county that would, I'd say would love to help you to get the facts. You'd well, to that's them, why I'm you? here. That's yeah. exactly why I'm here, Alan. It's uh, you know, it, it's like an archaeological dig to go through this. Uh, going to New Ross was interesting. I, I did uh, poke my head into the library. I'm going to spend some more time there. Uh, I'm going back to Dublin, and I'm going to be at the National Library there uh, doing some archival research. Hmm. Uh, then I'm going out to Ross Common, Galway area, and spending some time uh, on the west coast. Uh, but uh, this is all about looking for the story. And yeah. following the story, and I think so. It's a fictional story based on fact. Is what you're after. Absolutely, yeah. uh, and honestly, I think uh, a lot of people will be fascinated because it's a it's a history of Ireland that you know very well, but outside of Ireland, hasn't been told well enough. Okay, what were you doing before you did all this? <laughs> I, I, I mean. Like it's it's a fair whack three months it's it's going to it's not going to be cheap <laughs> yeah so, so uh, how are you financing and, and all from this? here I go to New York to follow the story to New York then I'm going to spend a month or so in in Savannah and I got to spend a month researching a Civil War site uh, my business is actually finance and mortgage uh, business so I've actually come from a real estate and finance background so I'm able to kind of keep my it's your that own business. business isn't yeah, it? it's yeah. my own business. I'm able to keep that alive and do that uh, kind of part time while I'm over here. Okay, and uh, that pays the bills. Look, it's it's wonderful to meet you here, um, uh, and, and this is something you have never done before. I've written two books. I've had uh, okay. two bestsellers in Canada, but they were not 
fiction. They were uh, about real estate, mortgage, finance, so <laughs> boring stuff. Uh, this is my first stab at a uh, fictional uh, novel, but I know the process. I've worked with uh, publishers and editors, and uh, I'm well aware of the, the task ahead of me. And uh, the hardest part is getting accurate information. So again, if anybody can help me out on that, uh, the, the, it's be um, Well, you're in a totally county steeped in history, uh, who I'm sure have huge links, definitely with Savannah as a county. We have massive links. Mm. When you go over there you'll see a lot of Wexford place names so I take this opportunity Peter to wish you well do you want to give out your email address in case people would yeah. like to contact you it's uh, if you if you spell my name right you'll get it it's Peter at PeterKinch.com and Kinch is K-I-N C-H. not to be confused with Finch the famous Peter Finch yeah, no. No. <laughs> so call that out again Peter Peter at yeah PeterKinch.com K-I-N-C-H enjoy and if I'm not mistaken my ancestry is from uh, County Wexford, so that was another really? interesting... Uh, what part? I don't know. I haven't found that out yet. But uh, you will. <laughs> I will. I'm Thanks. sure somebody out there will probably tell me a little bit about that. Thanks, Peter. Nice uh, nice to pop by. Peter Kinch there from Vancouver. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.